This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Oh my gosh. My face is so red. Your cheeks are flushed. They're so flushed. Why are they so flushed? It's, it's cool because it's 100 <laughs> degrees in here. It's so hot, everyone. I it's 80 degrees know. in Los Angeles today. It was literally 90 as I was driving down here. It was 90? Yes, that's what my... I mean, I guess it was, the sun was beating down on my car, but yeah. And we record in my apartment. And we can't have the air on while we record because it sounds like a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah. About to take off. So we're, we're just fine. sitting we're here. Fine. In between, we just recorded another episode and I had to point out Christina's sweat stains Which, in by her the way, shirt. Way to make me feel insecure because let me just tell you, growing up, my sweat stains were one of my greatest insecurities. No, it's fine. No, but literally I need to tell you because I, I just couldn't control them. I, especially my right armpit sweats. Oh, you have, an in, you have an imbalance of I sweat? I have an imbalance of sweat. And I'm not even kidding you when I would say it would be like down to my belly button of sweat stains growing up. No, it was so bad that I had to go to my doctor and I got prescribed this like deodorant, which clogs your pores, I guess, because it doesn't make you sweat, but it would burn them so badly. And then I would have like red, itchy, like blobs of skin. But it was better than sweating down to my belly button and walking around with my arms next to, or wearing super big jackets inside. Be like, oh, I'm hot. I'm so cold all the time. It's just freezing, <laughs> dripping pools of sweat. Anyways, if this happened to you too, you need to let me know because I can't be the only one that has Jeez. a sweating issue. Yeah. You know what's weird? I'm a face sweater. Like I get a really sweaty mm. upper lip and like See, face sweat. And my, but I don't have armpit sweat. But like right now I'm really hot and just gross because I also worked out before this and didn't shower. So I'm like trying to keep my distance from yeah. you. Um, but yeah, my armpits don't really sweat. You're a lucky gal. Lucky gal. <laughs> don't get me started on. I think I the sweaty clothes I've ruined. <laughs> I think the sweatiest I've been is in my birthday in San Diego. Why are we on this topic? <laughs> I wore these camo pants. And oh, we were at this club. That. You had to shower and you got back, right? And I literally showered when I got back because I was so. I was like, this is. Not good. <laughs> I was so it's sweaty. It's like a swamp down there. It was. It was. It was a whole rainforest. Oh my gosh, that's bad. It was bad. It was bad. Um, since we still don't have a jingle, I'm going to try and wipe one right now. Okay, let's hear it. I'm obsessed with it. Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> First of all, I thought you were singing Addison Rae's song for a second. I, think I was. <laughs> okay, okay. Which we you, love, Addie. I'm tone deaf, so, you know, I just had to make sure. <laughs> You're like, is that Addison? Um, uh, but okay, let's get into Obsessed. Do you want to go first? Okay. Sure. So I recently shared on TikTok that I have this pattern that I'm seeing with mm -hmm. dating and it is date one, usually complete and total obsession. I get obsessed. Do you? Well, like I come home from a date and I'm okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the best date I've ever been on. I had the most fun. He, I'm like, I think he'll be my husband. Like, I think I just want my husband. Like I feel very passionate. Then date two and three, if I make it to date three. Mm -hmm. So date two, I kind of am like second guessing it. And I'm like, Oh, actually they kind of, I'm like, do I really like them? Hmm. I don't know. Like, do I have the ick? I'm, I'm not sure. And then I'm like, Rayanne, stop being a CHB. Which you don't know what CHB is. It's cold hearted bitch. 
I, I call my mom. This. this is where it's come out. She's a CHB. We love her, but CHB. I'm like stopping a CHB and give him a chance. Like he has all these great qualities. Like why I feel like sometimes I am working through my limiting beliefs and I cut myself off from things because I have some shit I need to work through. And then they want nothing to do with me is the pattern. So you finally are like, yes, I'm into him. I'm going to give him a chance. And then it's it, over. It's over. I'm like, well, which is a complete mind fuck. It's a mind fuck. And I think one thing, and I'm going to say this with, with an, an asterisk. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking people I've been thinking about sober dating as in not drinking on the first date, because I think what is happening is I'm getting drunk on first dates, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But then I, I have this, like, I've got, I've got the drunk goggles on, you know, which is why you're so obsessed, which is them. why I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're obsessed. And then the next few times, maybe we'll do something where we're, we're sober, where we go for a hike or we go get coffee or whatever and sober. And I'm, I'm seeing clearer, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm dabbling with it. Don't take my word for it. Um, but I'm thinking about maybe sober dating. Do you have like a drink maximum or no on dates? <laughs> I mean, like the other week, which I'll talk about this in the episode, I think I had six vodka sodas. Yeah. So you're drunk by the end of the day. Oh my God. Yeah. I, 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 I'm bending over in the bar showing this man how inflexible I am. I, you know, it's like, yeah, but I'm, I'm a good time. I don't necessarily think that's a problem. If I guess you can keep your judgment one and two, if the guy's at your level. Yes. He like, I'm, he's always at my level yeah, for sure. So then like you're having a good time, but definitely like drunk goggles is a thing. Yes. I think I, I like paint this picture in my head. So th- that's what I'm dabbling with. So that's what I've been kind of obsessing over and thinking, and maybe I'll try a sober date and I'll have to report back and let everyone know how it goes. A sober first date. I mean, cause I go on sober second and third dates all the time, but it's the first date that I usually am drunk by the end. And a sober first date, does that mean you can't have a drink? A roadie. <laughs> I don't know. We got to, we got to set the ground rules. Okay. okay. We'll get, we'll, we'll come get back. back we'll you. circle back on this one. Um, what are you obsessing with Christina? Well, my family was just in town Oh, ooh. and it was the best thing ever. So I'm obsessed with a couple different things. One, having a baby in the middle of a pandemic, I did not realize like how many experiences you don't get to have. Right. Or like, yeah. you, because you can't like just go do a bunch of things. But as we're coming out of this pandemic, which I'm just out of the panty, hopefully thankful that we are. And as Nicholas is getting older, we are just starting to do so much more things with him. And I'm obsessed with our new adventures as a family. Like it is so fun. Like we took Nicholas to the zoo for the first time. We took him to the beach and like first sunset picnic, like just doing these things are so much fun and being able to see the world through your kid's eyes. is like seeing the world for the first time all over again. And it is the best feeling ever. Like Nicholas just discovered the moon. Like he now knows grass. Like we were taking him for a walk around the neighborhood. He refused to go in a stroller, which is really annoying. But we're like, fine, you can walk. Let's yeah. walk around the neighborhood. And he was like stopping in the grass and like picking out like the weed flowers and giving them to me. Oh. And it was just so adorable. So I think that I'm someone who's like, I'm very childlike in a way. You are. And I've, always had that childlike energy and I feel like he brings it out even more and I'm like loving embracing that side of myself with him. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. That's so special. And I'm sure it makes you see, well, I feel like you are good at like stopping and being like, this is the most beautiful day. Like the sun, yeah. like you're good at that. But I do think it's exciting to see your kid, like see these things for the first time. It's so fun. It's so fun. Like he That's just special. like really discovered bubbles and like just the way he like loves chasing the bubbles and popping the bubbles. And like, he gets so excited and it's just like bubbles are fun and magical. Like if you can like just sit in the afternoon and sit in the grass and play with bubbles, like do that. Finding literally, them. even if you're in your thirties or in your late twenties, like go to the park, maybe bring some wine because why not? And mm, blow not some bubbles and just lay out with the book. Like that is, a, that is a good afternoon. Yes. And I think that sometimes like, we think so much and we want these like grand plans and to do super cool adventure stuff. But sometimes like the simplest things like bring you the most joy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm relearning that through my son and I love it. Oh my gosh. I love that. That makes me so happy. I need to slow down and I need to yeah. like appreciate the smaller things. For sure. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Nicholas. Um, and my product for the week is, so I went to a, a party the other week and they, they were like, bring your swimsuits because there's a hot tub. So I brought my favorite black bikini because that is what I feel so good in. I was like, maybe there will be some cuties. I need to be feeling good. I forgot it there. And it is now I've, lost. That, that is awful. It is lost. And I was so devastated. It is. You love that bikini. I love that bikini. Like that is the one I, I, I love it. So it's the, a black like ribbed bikini from Monsi Swim, which is like a family owned business in Florida. They have really cool designs. They, I will tell you right now, they don't, I wear their biggest size, but I, they are working on extending those sizing. And I, I'm always giving feedback to them on like, Hey, this one you sent me runs really, really small. Like we need to look at that. And they're always super receptive and, um, just really wanting to learn. So, but anyway, this black bikini is my oh, holy grail. And I just got a fresh one, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that is nice. Cause I lost it, but I was worried it was going to be out of stock. Okay. Well I need to get the black one because I have it in Brown and I do really like it. I do think that like their waist is like a, just a little small on me. Like, yeah. A little small. Like I have to hike it up. Do you know what I mean? To like yeah. my smallest part. Um, but their quality is so amazing. That it is a thick material. Yeah, it really is a thick material. That's why I think it makes your boobs look so perky. Yes. And I think it just holds you in well too. Like for me, yes. like one of my insecurities is my stomach. So if I'm wearing a high-waisted bikini, like I want it to like suck me in, mm -hmm. you know? And that one for sure will do it. Snatched. Snatched. Um, okay, so my product is. Do you know Pharmacy Green Clean's cleansing balm? <laughs> yes, I Did use it. Did sound like an advertisement? Have you heard of Pharmacy Green Clean cleansing balm? <laughs> it is the best cleansing balm because, on the market. Because I needed to look it up because I was like, wait, am I going to mess up the name of it? Guys, it is so good. I've used so, good. so many. Okay, this is the thing. Like, I love a good skincare routine. But I hate washing my face when my makeup doesn't come off easily. That bothers me. That bothers me. I need... What were you using before? I, I use a lot of different things because I get so much product. So I just yeah, try and I have used this one before and I love it. And I just started reusing it again. And it reminded me how much I love it. It is, in my opinion, by far the best cleansing balm out there. It I agree. melts into your skin and it really takes off all your makeup and it has like clean ingredients and it. it's just overall so great. And it comes with like that little spatula too, which I like because that is one thing that sucks about having longer nails. Like all the product just gets in it. Yeah. I cannot recommend this cleansing balm more. It actually like makes me want to 
makes me feel good about washing my face and I'm a lazy bitch. You know yeah, what I mean? Whenever I see you post that you slept in your makeup, my soul dies inside. Yeah, I know. I think I slept in my makeup the other night for the first time in, I'm kid you not, like eight years. That's crazy. Yeah. Like if I'm at, if I have a sleepover, like I will be like, um, what, where's your face wash? Like I will wash my face. I love that. So yeah, the cleansing mom, completely great. Great product choice today, Christina. Thank you. You as well, girl. Thanks. Should we get um, into today's episode? I'm kind of nervous. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. So everyone, I want to preface this. I'm getting very real and honest in this episode and I'm a little bit scared. Um, you, I feel like you were acting like you should be ashamed of this. Well, you I, shouldn't. I'm not ashamed of it, but I think that when it comes to these topics, people have strong beliefs in one's in one way or the other. Right. And I just always approach things from a open and curious mindset for sure. So as everybody knows, I have been dating now for two, basically two years post an eight year relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest at the end of last year, I was feeling like a little bit burnt out. I think it comes in phases. Like sometimes it's really fun and you're going on fun dates and like you're having a good time. You're having good conversations. And then other times it's like, I kid you not, Christina, I probably sent 10 messages on Bumble and like five guys automatically unmatched me or then like just didn't respond. And I was just like, oh, I'm putting in the work and I'm tired, yeah. you know? And I that's think that's eating. It's defeating. And I think it's like normal to have these like ebbs and flows when it comes to dating um, or sometimes you just like get burnt out. And I also had a few conversations with like this one guy that I really liked who I've talked about on here, whatever. Like we were having a conversation about like sex and stuff. And I was like, you know, what are like, what's like so like a fantasy that you have? And he was like, I think I've already had, I think they've all all been completed. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was asking him more and he's done like a lot of things. And like, I like what type of things we need more details. Like he's had three sums, four okay. sums, other things. I stopped asking questions because I was getting a little bit, I was feeling the type of way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and my, and I would like to preface. So I grew up when going to Christian school, kindergarten through eighth grade, my family's very chill. Like they never weren't like strong, like, abstinence is the way, but like, that's what I was taught in school. And I do, I do believe in God. I do believe in a higher power. And, and that was important to me in, in my life. And it still is important to me, those values. Um, but, and, and there was a time where when I was, I, I lost my Virginia was 18 to my boyfriend who then turned into my eight year relationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was a time where for like about a year, we didn't have sex because I was very involved in, my youth group, um, and felt very passionately that I was like, you know, I, I know we've done this, but I want to like save it and, and, and save it for marriage. So my relationship after you already had sex, after we already had sex, but we didn't have sex for like about a year. Mm-hmm. So my relationship with sex has been a bit of a, a roller coaster. And then it's only been in the last year where I really feel like I have wanted to, I feel like I am a sexual person and I wasn't fulfilled in, in that way in my in my past relationship. There was definitely a big disparity in libido, which we talked about a lot. A lot of couples deal with that um, in our episode we did with Dr. Viviana. And I'm at this point where I'm dating and and I'm like, 
meeting new people. And this is something that I want to explore. Mm-hmm. And well, that was kind of in the back of my mind. So um, a few months ago, it was like in December, um, my friend told me about this app. And it's called, I'm like, I get like nervous to even say it. it's not a secret. I think it's actually probably more common than I think. It's called Field. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you don't know it, maybe you've heard of it. But if you don't, this whole app focuses on establishing connections based on your sexual desires. So like in a normal traditional dating app, you'll have like, you know, your photos and then your like height, job, interest, whatever. Though that's not on there. Okay. So there's like a section where you can put your desires and you can put like anything. I think the most common things I saw were like threesome, sexting, dom seeking, like submissive or vice versa. Um, And so you see, like I put in that I'm um, heterosexual straight, Mm -hmm. but I still, I see people who are like bi-curious, heteroflexible, polyamorous, straight, um, but I'm just seeing men. Um, Okay. I'm going to read you a few profiles to give you like an idea uh, just a taste okay. of the app. Okay. Okay. So I tried to pick ones that were like, I picked a tame one, one that was kind of like in the middle. And then are you going to read your profile to us as well? I'll read my profile. Okay. And then crazy. So we're going to start with the crazy one. Their username is gangbang therapy. <laughs> okay. 35 straight man, single in Los Angeles. Three. <laughs> Three manly fit men who love kissing all over you as we undress you, giving you an oily massage and taking turns making you blush. I'm a well-experienced, protective, dominant man, full of passion and desire for the right woman, wanting to create that beautiful, erotic, safe space with an intimate chemistry to explore and expand her sexual horizons. Well-versed in bondage, Tantra, guiding you to hour-long orgasms with both single women and couples. Okay. Okay. Wait, I have a few questions. Yeah. I, maybe the gangbang thing is just throwing me off, but if you go out with this, it, you're, it's just one person, right? It's not like a group of three guys. It is a group of three guys. Okay. Okay. Cause th- that was confusing. So it's one guy, but he has, so I ended up messaging him a little bit cause I was like, just interested. Yeah. And so he was like, if you prefer you and I can just meet up first and, I, and then I can introduce you to my two friends who do this for okay. women. But for me, that felt unsafe. Okay. Well, it's interesting though, because I wasn't comfortable with that. With the three people or just him in general? With the three people. Okay. Because he makes it sound very safe. Do you know what I mean? He does make it sound very safe. As he was reading that, I was like, okay, that doesn't sound so bad. Like it doesn't sound so bad. But uh, me thinking about it, like going to meet up with like three guys, three guys, like as a single woman. That feels like a little unsafe. It feels unsafe and kind of scary to me. Okay. But he was like, he was like, do you have any desire to have like three men body worshiping you? And I was like, sir, that's I, not, cause that's I'm a Leo. Right. That sounds absolutely incredible. Yes, I would. Yes. Like yes. I would love that. Like, I right. think I would enjoy that. Yeah. But I think it would have to be people I trust. Right. Anyway, these okay. are just fantasies, right? Yeah. Because I am vanilla. Yeah. Which we'll get into that when I read my profile. Mm-hmm. All right. Another one is, and, and you use fake names on that. Okay. And you're going to laugh at my name. Oh my God. Okay. So Braun, 40, straight man, single, help me lose my virginity, question mark. We're a sex positive, happy, fun, loving couple, good vibes, good conversations, and mostly got our shit together. Fully vaxxed and tested weekly from New York, new to LA. 
likes, BLM, margaritas, campfires, Spotify playlist, dislikes, raisins and cookies, people who feed seagulls, Trump. Desires, chemistry, light kink, GGG, tied up, spanking, FFM. Interests, beach days, campfires, dogs, cocktails, playlists, and movies. Ask me if I know what GGG and FFM are. I, okay. I have no idea. Okay, because I was going to ask you what those meant. <laughs> the amount of times I'm scrolling through this app and I'm Googling stuff. Wait, what is, do you know what that means? Did you learn? No, I need to Google that oh one. Oh my Let's gosh. See. Wait, so is that, that's a couple. It's a couple. I think I'm getting confused with these names and then their, their, their descriptions. Yeah. So that's a couple. GGG is good giving and game. We're learning a lot. We're here, learning people. a lot. I don't know. There's so much like this world. If you get deep into this world, which I don't have an interest in getting deep into this world, which I'll get into. This world is a very interesting place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rhino. I almost met up with this guy, but didn't. Okay. He's 35 straight man, single. Hi, I'm new to the area and excited to meet beautiful faces for casual fun, either over a swanky cocktail or a skinny dipping hot spring adventure. Always looking for a photography muse. That's why I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> Up for any kind of adventure, but genuine connection comes first in my book. I love to laugh and don't like to take life too seriously. I love giving and trading massages, voyeurism, exhibitionism, nude beaches, hot springs, swimming, surfing, hiking, climbing, photography, and general spontaneous adventure. Fun, adventurous, spontaneous, confident, but not cocky. Wine, music, art, sushi, and backyard grilling, spearfishing, my God. Free diving, backpacking, camping, cuddling, foreplay, sensuality, mutual pleasure. I'd love to find someone to explore Tantra, group, group play, and threesomes. Let's FaceTime before a meetup. Vaxxed, let's play. Desires, three-way singles, couples, group, texting, friendships, casual, foreplay, watching, sensual. That is a mouthful. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of information. It's a lot of info. So that kind of gives you a taste of like, who was on the app, right? Right. So what is interesting to me as someone who's never used this and as someone who has never really used any dating apps is that I feel like a lot of what, like at least this last person said is like what a lot of people like. Yeah. Or like, it just seems like what people are interested in exploring. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Which I've noticed that, and I see a lot of the same people on Bumble as I do on interesting field. Have you matched with anyone on field that you haven't matched with on Bumble? Actually, yes. So I noticed that, and I think I have a theory as to why this is, but I think it might be two theories. So I, I have matched with guys who have not matched me with me on Bumble or I've matched with them on Bumble and they've never responded to my message or whatever. And I think and I need to fact check myself on this one, but I think Field is the only dating app where men there are more men than women. Mm. So in traditional dating apps, like these men that I'm going for are inundated with women. With women. But in, on this app, I, I'm, I'm telling you, Christina, I'm like fighting them off with a stick. Like I, I, there are so many men. Um, so I think that m- men are just more they'll see you. But then also I'm like, is it just because there's sex on the table? Right, right, right. Because they know like, okay, we can just hook up versus like, oh, this person's trying to like have a relationship. So there's a lot less pressure. They're like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. So I'm sure it's a case by case basis, but yes, I have 
match with people there who I haven't matched with on other apps. Okay. So let's hear all about your experience. Well, do you want me to read my profile? Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. And I want to see your photos too. So my photos are pretty, I mean, so the theme of my profile is vanilla. I'm like, I'm not trying to see, be anything that I'm not. Right. The name I picked, which I've no, I think it was cause I have like Cora organics in my cupboard. Cora was on my mind. <laughs> My name is Cora. Wait, do you know what I envisioned you as Cora? What? You with that curly hair that you posted the other day. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so I'm I'm Cora, woman, straight. Here's my about. I was on a date and he made me take a BDSM quiz. My results were 97% vanilla. I'm not going to pretend like I have any idea what I'm doing, but I'm open and curious. Curvy, 5'11". Hmm. I think that's good. That's what I put. I kept mine very okay, perfect. simple. Okay, Thank you. Yes. We didn't, you don't have any spear fishing interests. I know. I really should have gone into my, <laughs> I'll enjoy long walks on the beach. Blah, blah, blah. So that's my profile. So I kind of set, I approach this as like any other dating situation. Like I, my, one of my rules was I'm always going to either a FaceTime him first mm-hmm. or, um, meet for drinks or coffee or something first in person. Got it. Like I'm never like, like just going to go to their home. And I'm, like, just I, I have no desire to have sex without connection really. Okay. So if, if a guy was like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? I just don't. Yes. That's just not my vibe. Okay. I just don't think I would enjoy it. I don't right. think for me, I would feel a bit used and like mm-hmm. just not valued. Okay. So that was one of my, one of my rules. Um, and I established that after date one, because which I'll go through my dates, but the first date there was just no chemistry. And I think if I would have had a FaceTime, it would have been fine. Saved your time. But we did go to drinks. But anyway. Okay. And I went out with just single men because that's like where you feel comfortable. What I feel comfortable. Like I wasn't trying to do like a couple or anything like that. That's like out of my right out of my comfort (laughs) out of my comfort zone. Right. And then one thing that I, I did struggle with was um not struggle with, but I just had to, and my conversation with my friend who's also on the app, I never wanted to go into situations where I feel obligated to do something because of the circumstances that we met under. Right. So like if I went to drinks with someone and I wasn't really feeling with it, feeling it, I don't want to feel obligated to do anything just because we met on this app. Totally. Right. Yeah. Which Um, I do feel like there probably is some extra pressure there for people, right? Or no? Well, it's interesting. I thought there would be. But I have to say my experiences on here, the men on there have been so much more open and communicative mm. than any other, than my experiences on any other app. And it's actually interesting because the fee, the, um, I need to pull up this quote. The CEO of field is a woman mm-hmm. and she is all about, let me read you this quote by her about um, the app. So it says, um, it's, as in field, progressive new CEO, Anna Kirava, explains how its spirit of openness and experimentation will affect not just our relationships, but how we live our lives. Mm -hmm. So I have, I really think that that is true. The energy on this app is very open and communicative, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. And it's got me out of my comfort zone. That's great. So I've been on three dates. First one, we went to Elefante. Mm, that's a good first date. Good first date. I had an espresso martini. He's sober, so he didn't have a drink. 
there was no chemistry. Okay, like none. Nothing. Did you have a good conversation? No. Okay. <laughs> At least you got the eggplant. I, I I got the eggplant. I, I ate most of it. Had a great time with my eggplant. I, I was more interested in the eggplant. Yeah. And like literally we just were like, bye, like hugged, never spoke again. Okay. So I think it was like a, a mutual a, a mutual thing. Yeah. Date two was actually a guy I matched with on Bumble like a year ago. Mm. Um, Did he remember you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we FaceTimed and had like a good conversation. He's so he's a model and I'm telling you, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. he's a, he's a model and he's absolutely gorgeous. Like his, I, I literally was like, did he just walk out of Madame Tussauds wax museum? There is yeah. not a, it was insane. So we had a FaceTime and he was like, you should come over for breakfast tomorrow. And I was like, we are not having breakfast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was so nervous. I was so nervous. So he lives only, he lives pretty close to me. So I go over there and we end up just like talking, which I, I, I feel like I should have met him in public, but I didn't meet him in public because I had, we had talked before. So there was some sort of a little bit of trust and connection, but that was stupid. And we like talked for an hour and I told him, you know, I'm going to Europe this summer. He's from, 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 France and he was like giving me all these, you know, recommendations, which is a fun conversation. And he's very, he's a funny guy. He doesn't try to be funny, but I found him funny. Mm -hmm. Um, and anyway, one thing led to another, we ended up hooking up and this was where my, um, confidence in the bedroom was tested because he kept asking to not use a condom. And I had to say, no, I'm not having sex with you without a condom multiple times. And for me, I'm like, I, I need to say it once. Yeah. And that should be enough. But yeah. he kept pushing and kept pushing. And it really showed me that I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to have sex with you. I was like, yes, we've met each other in the past. Like never in person, but like we, we are strangers. And anyway, we started having a conversation afterwards. And he was like, look, I'm just having sex with one other person. And we don't, I just preferred not to have sex with the condoms mm-hmm. without condoms. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, you're crazy. So you're asking me to trust you who I don't know. And someone else who I've never met, never will meet that they're also only having sex with you without a condom. And it was just like a, the weirdest conversation I've ever had in my life. Um, so it was just a weird conversation. Yeah. Anyway, he couldn't remain hard or anything without a condom so i just was on my merry way and then i will so did you guys not end up hooking up then well we did have we did have sex for a little bit but then he couldn't couldn't stay stay. and then but he did um i mean i think he was the second guy to make me orgasm since my ex-boyfriend oh well that's good so i mean he yeah he so you had a good time (laughs) had a good time matters i had a good time and then i was on my merry way yeah um Oh my God. I'm being, this is so, I'm like being so open. This is crazy. No, I think it's good. Um, but then I will say I was feeling like, Oh my God, this guy's so hot. Like he's like really successful. I'm like, so I did text him and I was like, would you like be interested in like continuing to explore? Like if we did use condoms, whatever, never heard from him again, (laughs) but you know what? It's fine. That's fine. My third date, um, was, arguably one of the funnest dates I've ever been on. 
It was so much fun. It was out of my comfort zone, people. He's 5'11", mm-hmm. which I think in man lingo, that's 5'10". Yeah. 5'9", <laughs> <nine> probably. <laughs> no, he's not 5'9". He's 5'10". I think he's 5'10". Okay. I think we're like the same height if I wore flats. Okay. But of course, I wore like four-inch heels. Yeah. Because, you know. Of course. So anyway, we... Uh, uh, what I think he's taught me a lot just in our, we've been out two times now. He's taught me a lot about like being open and communication with what you want and what you don't want. Um, and it, it was really fun because we were, we would just went to have drinks at this place. It's at a bar. He was like, Oh yeah, I go to like, I have to travel to Asia a lot for work, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, do you do karaoke there? Like, mm-hmm. um, because that's like a big, like people do it like it's huge there and he was like no 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 like I'm always I'm like too shy I'm too shy like I never do it I kid you not like an hour we're sitting there talking for an hour it turns into a karaoke bar that is so funny and we just look at each other and start laughing and I end up doing karaoke and he's so sweet he like pulls up a bar stool and puts it in the front of right where I'm doing karaoke I know and he is hyping me up he is like dancing and like while everybody else is singing we're like singing along and like having a great time like we could just really have fun together I felt very comfortable with him Mm -hmm. um and he was actually the first guy who, who who's asked me questions he's like what are you really like looking for with this experience and like why are you on here and it kind of is getting me to like my takeaways of my experience now going on three dates and I don't have a firm answer yet I don't think but I will say that I, what I've learned about myself is for me to enjoy sex I do need to have some sort of connection mm-hmm. like I will never be that person who can just like go have sex like I want to I want you to take me to dinner I want you to hold my hand I want you to tell me you think I'm beautiful. Like there is that connection, but then I'm like, isn't that like a traditional like mm-hmm. relationship? Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I do think that I still, I know I want a traditional monogamous situation and I don't think I'm ever going to be into this like super crazy kinky stuff because there's some crazy stuff out there mm-hmm. like that. And I'm saying like no judge not crazy in a negative sense. Um, but there are some things that like, yeah, I just don't, it's not in my wheelhouse of desires. Um, and I also think to be honest, it's been an ego booster for me Mm -hmm. being completely honest. It is nice to compared to traditional dating apps, men being attracted, attracted to you in a different way. And I've had to like talk to myself and be like, okay, why I'm like, it's all ego, right? It's all that validation. And so I think I just have to like keep a check on that Mm -hmm. um, to not let myself like find too much value in it because at the end of the day, who really cares if this guy online thinks you're beautiful? Like that's great, but I do want someone more than that, who values me for more than my outward appearance, right? I want a partner. I want someone who I can like have a lot of fun with, but yes, I do. And the other thing I've learned is I do need a partner who wants to have an importance on sex. Mm -hmm. 
and put an emphasis on it and be able to openly talk about it because a lot of guys don't Mm -hmm. and they don't want to have that conversation. And I think with field, what I've learned is that they might be onto something here with having these conversations like earlier on, because it does tell you a lot about a person outside of even sexual things, Mm -hmm. how they can communicate, how open they are, how they are able to like compromise and, um, it's just wild to have these conversations that you, I would never traditionally have on a first date. Like we literally talked about our sexual past. We talked about like what we're looking for, what um, we wouldn't do things like that. We're interested in. I've been out of my comfort zone and I've learned, I think about myself and what I'm, what I want, um, which has been good. I think it's nice being able to have someone else lead those conversations if you're not experienced in them, because then you just gain that exposure, that knowledge. And you, if someone's asking you questions that you've never even asked yourself, Mm -hmm. then you learn so much more about yourself. And then in return, you can ask those to someone else who maybe becomes like a partner down the road. Yeah. And I think too, for me at the, in this phase that I'm in right now, I've never had like a phase in life where I was having a bunch of fun with guys. Like I feel like in TV and like, you know, sex in the city and and like in high school, some people had, you know, all this, or even in college, like this time where they really like met a lot of people. And I'm not even just talking about like having sexual experiences. I'm talking about like as a straight woman with straight men, like having these intimate experiences. And when I say intimacy, I mean just conversation or connection. I'm not even just talking about sex. Like, cause you never like, I've had never, a lot of guy friends either. Right. I've never had that. I mean, I had guy friends in high school, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. And then in college, I didn't really have guy friends. I had all girlfriends and was really just like blinders on for my ex-boyfriend, like full on like uh, obsession. Mm-hmm. No, you know, And then it was like a pandemic. And now I'm in this phase where like, this is the first time where I'm having these experiences with men and built like having intimate conversations. So I think it's just, I I am enjoying it. And I feel like on this app compared to other dating apps, um, I've had more of a I guess positive experience because people are upfront with their intention sooner. Well, first of all, I love that you're, that you're having this experience. I think it's great. And like, why not? You know what I mean? Do you think that there's potential to get hurt in a way like, or to catch feelings where like, maybe you're having super, like a lot of fun with someone and like, you're going on multiple dates, but you know how a guy's like, oh yeah, like this is just like fun for me. Like, I think it's hard for a woman to like, maybe be like, oh yeah, I just want something casual too. And then be like, wait, but we had so much fun. Like, how could they not want more? Like, and start to want more. Do you, is it, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, a hundred percent. I feel like I would be like, I'm so chill. I can have like casual sex and like just hang out with someone like this. But I think it's kind of hard not to catch feelings sometimes. I think it is too. And I think that's why having those conversations of like what you're looking for is important because there are people on there who are searching for connection and do want a monogamous relationship, but still want to explore like, for example, like this one guy, he has been 
the third mm-hmm. in a lot of situations. He comes in and has found himself in these situations where the a husband will bring him into their, their, you know, bedroom, whatever. And the husband will watch him have sex with his wife. Mm-hmm. And he says that he's, he, he envies the like connection that they have. And he does want that connection. Um, but he still wants to be able to like explore things like he would be want he would want to go to like sex parties or talk about doing things that are a bit more out of the box. Mm -hmm. Right. But he wants to do that with partner. Right. So there are people on there who are looking for monogamous, but just being a little bit more adventurous, I think. Got it. Got it. But to your point, I think there is a point where you get, you could get hurt Mm -hmm. because I, I think very strict, like, okay, if I'm going to dinner with this person, I'm sleeping with this person, we have so much fun together. Like naturally I'm going to be like, I don't want you to have sex with someone else. Totally. You know? Right. And, and it's almost like, are you setting yourself up because you already know that this person's into that, but like, you can't change, you don't want to like change that. Like the, you know what I mean? They're on this for a reason. You met them in that way. Yeah. But in traditional dating, a dating sense now, like even on traditional dating apps, whatever, everyone is dating multiple people for quite some time until you have that conversation. Right. So I think that honestly, if you have that conversation earlier on where they're like, you know, I don't really ever see myself being monogamous. True. Then, you know, that's true. I think that's true. So it's, it's been a refreshing experience for sure. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I'm like maybe seeking on there. Mm -hmm. But at the moment I'm just enjoying meeting people and making connections and seeing where it goes. Um, and it's honestly just more fun because I will say up, like in contrast to traditional dating apps, people message you, people have conversations, people want to meet up, people are communicative. Again, is it just because sex is on the table? I don't know. But the other dating apps can just be exhausting and I don't find this one as exhausting. So that is my experience. Well, I have to tell you, you have inspired me to like spice up my sex life too and have more conversations with Steve about it. Oh, I like to hear that. Yeah, me too. And it's been very, very interesting because I feel like I'm learning things about him and vice versa that we never really talked that much about. I feel like overall we have a pretty good sex life. And, but... I'm without getting too much into things because like, this is my husband. Um, I have appreciated learning more and having more fun and doing things a little bit differently. Yeah. And I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was in a relationship for eight years and not one time did we say, what do you like? Mm -hmm. What do you not like? Yeah. Is there anything you're interested in exploring? Mm -hmm. Nothing. And I think that again, is reflective of maybe the overall relationship and our lack of like communication and, and and that, but it does trickle into all those areas. So it's very, it's very interesting. So if you have someone who can communicate about sex and what they want, I think that's shows that hopefully there'll be a kid communicator in other areas as well. For sure. So that's been my, my experience on this. I won't even call it a sex app, a sex positive dating app. I don't know what they would call it. I think that sounds that sounds fair. Yeah. So if you are on field or have had any experience, mm-hmm. send me a DM. I want to hear how it's been for you. My One of my good friends out in LA, she once was, I was like, what have you been up to? Like, I hadn't seen her for a while. 
she's like, I'm kind of in a weird relationship. I'm like, <laughs> what is it? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm the third in this relationship. And she's like, oh, by the way, I'm also bi. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So anyways, pretty much this couple would bring her in yeah. to have sex. This guy would bring her in to have sex with his wife. Oh, so he wasn't, it wasn't a threesome scenario. It wasn't a threesome scenario. He could not orally pleasure his wife. Wow. And she needed that. Well, yeah, she would. Yeah, exactly. So thank thank God he let someone else come in and get the job done. Exactly, exactly. Wow. But But is she catching, she's in, she says it's a relationship. But she like said that joking around. I think she started to like not like it because she was like, wait, I feel like I'm so invested in this relationship and I'm not getting enough out of it. Like I'm pleasure. I'm not getting like pleasured or like, I guess she would in the moment, but then if she felt lacking in other ways, exactly. There was no connection for her and she was spending so much time with this couple. You're like the prop. You're like, you're brought in. So similar to what that person was saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. I'm like, I feel like I just rambled for 45 minutes. Hopefully that made my stream of consciousness made sense. Now I'm, now I'm sweating. No, don't sweat. Well, well I'm sweating too. So you're in good We're company. just sweating because it's so hot in here. <laughs> no, but um, I think that's fun. And I think as everyone is dating, it's just, first of all, good to know what else is out there. Like dating app wise and like experience wise. And I think that like, you get into dating what you put into dating, right? Yeah. So if you if you want to put yourself out, like if you want to be out there and meet new people, you just got to keep putting yourself out there sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's a good way to do it. Yeah. And I think as long as you just um, approach situations with a openness, kindness, and curiosity, you know, obviously a single woman, we got to be smart. Totally. For sure. Like be smart about it. Um, but you can learn a lot. And that's kind of just the phase I'm in. I'm just in this learning, learning phase. So... Um, let's end with an ask away with Ray and Kay. Okay. Just real quick though. If you ever find yourself and like tied up and stuff, I want to know about that experience too. I mean, okay. I'm so vanilla. Like this guy pulled my hair in a very aggressive way. And I was like, Oh, that's new. Oh my, oh my. Okay. No, I am vanilla. You know what? Ask me my favorite position. I love a good missionary. (laughs) Do you? I love a good missionary. Okay. Sometimes I like being on top though. Yeah. I would say that's my favorite. Being on top. Um, anywho, <laughs> we're going on a tangent. God, I love talking about sex though. All right. Ask away with Ray and Kay. So I was listening to the 11 lessons pod, which is Christina shared her 11 lessons from her 11 year relationship. And I was thinking, am I the only one to do this? So I thought sharing on the pod might be fun. I've been with my boyfriend for over five years. I'm obsessed with him. He's my absolute best friend and my favorite human. This makes me so happy. Um, (laughs) we have no huge ongoing issues in our relationship and both feel equally valued and loved. When I feel down or emotional about anything, life in general, I tend to use him as a punching bag, his words. I don't mean to, but I know that I do. I do it because I know he can take it. I know he will be there for me. I know he will help me through it and won't leave me because I'm crazy. I know I can be hundred percent with him and he'll still take me as I am. He's my person. So my brain is like, yeah, tell him how you really feel. But my heart is like, he's a human and has feelings and deserves kindness. What are your thoughts on this? Am I rude AF or just need to be more aware of how I say things? Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
Are you kidding me? Steve would be like, yeah, I'm a fucking punching bag too. Literally, you take things out on the people that are closest to you. And I'm not saying that's right or that's what you should do, but you do it because you trust and you love them and you know that they'll be there because they love and trust you back. I can be brutal to Steve. Honestly, actually this morning, I literally in my workout, I was like, yo, why are you such a fucking bitch? I can be so ruthless to Steve. And when there's something going on, he is the first person I take it out on. And if he's not available, I take it out on my mom. And it's just how it is. And that's not saying that you should do that or that that's right. But I do think it's a normal thing to do. I think it's so normal. Like even if you just have an annoying day and you just are grouchy, like you are going to naturally do that. They're your person. You Mm. know that like, like she said in the message, even if you're crazy, like, you know, he loves you. And I honestly think that's kind of a testament to the strength of your relationship. But if he does feel down about it and yeah. is like, dude, I'm a punt, like I'm feeling a bit beat down. I think maybe it's something you should just keep, keep in check and, and try and maybe rein it in and figure out different coping mechanisms. Yeah. I will say that, um, I'm, I'm quick to be a bitch, but I'm also quick to apologize and that doesn't necessarily take I'm quick a, to be a bitch and uh, never apologize. Oh no, I, I'm pretty good. Like even good. like this morning afterwards, I was like, sorry. Like that was the first thing I said to you this morning. Like you didn't deserve that. And he was like, thank you. That's and I'm huge. like, so it, if you understand, if you can feel it as it's happening or if you can reflect on it quick, I think it's important to acknowledge it. Yeah. And I will say as someone who's an Aries and a very <laughs> aggressive person in general, taking walks around the neighborhood, working out, literally like physically lifting weights and like getting that cardio helps me release a lot of frustration and anger and energy. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you're feeling like you're about to make him your punching bag, go for a walk around the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. get some fresh air, breathe a little bit. Um, If if you feel like this is happening repetitively. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like, Obviously, this isn't a big issue, but I think sometimes people wait to go to therapy until there's like a huge issue. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it wouldn't hurt if you want to like talk to someone like you don't have to have a bunch of relationship problems and like wait till things are like on the brink of devastation to go to maintain a healthy relationship. I kind of see and think therapy is going to be like, you know, going to the gym. It's something you do Mm -hmm. and and you can find a therapist that kind of fits your vibe. But I think that to maintain that like healthy relationship could be an option definitely well all right, everyone, guys that's all we got for you today um don't forget to send in your ask away with ranked questions to the confident collective instagram or you could drop them on our facebook page as well all right see you next week love you bye Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.